Welcome to the Phil Nason Show, brought to you by PlayUp Sportsbook. PlayUp welcomes all bettors and offers the best prices on the market. They are also proud to be an official betting partner of the New Jersey Devils. Check them out online or in the App Store and see for yourself why PlayUp is your best bet. You're listening to a pre-recorded edition of the Phil Nason Show. The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play, and please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. Welcome to the Phil Nation Show. I'm so happy to have you here. We will be here for as long as it takes. And this show exists to make you a smarter and more educated sports better. And I have a great show planned for you today. Go over to playup.com. That's Playup Sportsbook. They present the Phil Nation Show. Head on over, sign up for an account, and find out why Playup is always your best bet. And speaking of best bets, John Murgis is on the line from Vegas again. What's happening, man? You, are you moving out there? Yeah, man. It's like I'm out here every month now. No, I, I uh, was out here last month about the same, close to the same time, about five weeks ago. I was right, out right, here. right. Yeah, I should move out here. Uh, I, can get, I can get a bet in at least, legally. Yeah, right? Yeah, because you can't do it in Florida. What happened there with these people in Florida? I don't understand that. They should have just left the Seminoles alone. I know. Leave the Indians the alone. Land. Now they got Yeah, now they got you know, you take their land and then you take their sports book away. And now and now, you know, there's my poor eighty two year old bookie, you know, half the time, you know. It's like what game is that? I'm like, do you got a copy of Docs or some rotation that I could, we could use? <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Poor guy's writing everything down. Oh, but, in a notebook, uh, scribbling yeah, on a notebook? Sure. That seems to be a popular yeah, theme, you know. But he doesn't yeah, charge but he doesn't charge you to do that, does he? No. No, 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 no. It's all he, he has to pay me. Actually, I let him slide this week. Which, you know, at eighty two years old I wish everybody good health, but you know, I'd rather have a younger guy taking my action. You know, I got to call every morning to make sure he's okay. <laughs> but it's <laughs> but, know, but it's all good though. Ten. It's all good yeah, though. Yeah, God forbid him up ten dimes. Yeah, his wife answers the phone. Oh no, he he passed in his sleep last night. Yeah, where's his book? Did he leave ten thousand dollars on the kitchen table for me? Yeah, did... I don't see it, honey. <laughs> you know, I I look at that. That's kind of funny. I because I look at some of these tweets that people send out. And they're not even legible, and I wonder if they were making book if that's why they failed, <laughs> because they couldn't write down the right back. Exactly. My word, well, you but you're in me, Vegas, man. though. Oh, Vegas, man, Sin City. It's a beautiful morning. The sun's out. It's about 47 degrees. Right. I mean, I love this town. And this town, it's been good to me. This is one four out of the last five trips so hopefully we'll make it five out of the last six right last season um i went four and oh in the divisionals um it was fun but i had my wife with me so it wasn't as fun as as much fun as it could have been no she'll listen to the podcast and she'll say why did you say that 
Only kidding, honey. Yeah, because he knows, Mrs. Murgis, that uh, that isn't your most favorite place. And that's why he can't have as much fun. Yeah, she keeps asking me, she just got over a bad case of COVID, and I had a little bit of an illness. So, yeah, she didn't get over it yet. I just talked to her about 10 minutes ago. So it's going around, Phil. You know, I mean, it's no doubt about it. That's for sure. But you know what's the best part of Vegas is watching football. I, I Vegas has been very good to me also. I spent probably half of my tennis career as an adult in Vegas. I enjoyed it immensely. But what I love the most is watching football games in the sports book. Especially, especially when those sports books were catering a little bit. You know, has some buffets flying. Deli next door, whatever you needed. Big screens everywhere, people bringing you drinks, and, and it's a fantastic environment. Half the place is going nuts because their team's winning. The other half is going ready to tear up their tickets. It's an entertaining thing. What do you do when you're at the games, watching the games, besides watching the games? Do you people watch? Yeah, I do. You know, what about the sport, it's always fun to people watch. This Sunday, Saturday, we're going to, um, you know, a lot, I know a lot of um, locals out uh, here um, my good friend sean um he actually met a lot of people he moved here from san diego he's more of a horse racing guy mm-hmm. um but he does he does well in, in in sports nfl um and uh we're gonna go watch the game with some friends at a local place on saturday um off the strip you know where the regular people go as i go right 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 um, but sunday i'll head over to have on earth circus sports and we'll watch the game on sunday and i will people watch you'll see a lot of like not that i'll recognize the rappers but you could see you know with charlie sheen you could see you know guys that like to bet sports hanging out at the vip and so i'll people watch just some interesting you know characters there's enough gold chains in that place to uh fill up a brinks truck i know you know, I know these that's... playoff games I know, I know. That's but that's where I live, you know, in Queens. They're like that. They're here too, with lots of gold chains. But man, there's nothing better. I'll be there a week from today. Uh, Scotty's got that uh, national handicapping tournament, the horse racing thing. So he's qualified for right. the in the top prizes a milli. So we'll have to hope for him and root him on. And more importantly, I'm going to hang out and see some folks, say hello, and it's going to be a great time. But I'm going to hit some. I'm going to hit the heroes. You know, gyros, you all call them in America, but they're called, John and I call them heroes. And they have a great... Yes, we call them yidos. Yidos, yes, <laughs> yidos. Or or just PETA. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, And give me some of that, give me some of that sauce, too. Yeah. Ah, the cucumber sauce, you can't beat it. Yeah, Tajiki, but uh, I always say Horis Gramidi. And for you folks in English, that means without onions. That's oh, no onions, huh? I don't. I have... hate when they put lettuce on gyros, man. Well, hey, that's just not this right. East Coast thing. Oh, no, I know. It's, it's it's horrible. So I have to tell people, no, you know, no. When I'm back in Florida, the guy opens a, a Greek place, and then you know he's got. I'm like, no, man, you get no no lettuce on a gyros, just tomato, onion, some tzatziki, and uh, and go at it. And go at it, you know. That's exactly right. Go at it. I have no idea where. Yeah, I have no idea where. I'm gonna. I mean, I'll, I'll maybe stop at Gordon Ramsay's because you know I like the appetizers there. But it's always a, a crapshoot. 
no pun intended, when I'm in Vegas getting something to eat, I try different places all the time. Um, oh, yeah. And there's some good places. Yeah. Where now? Where does where places. does a place like John Merges go for dinner in Vegas? Oh, for dinner? Oh, it just it just depends on you know. There's some Mexican places. Got I can't name them. I like I like a little Mexican food. Food. I like a little uh, a night. There's some great steakhouses mm-hmm. in some of the uh, casinos out here. Um, you know, um, it just depends on the mood for. I mean. I'll be honest with you. I've got no white castles. I know that's, you know, a 2 a.m. food, but boy, just, just to have a couple, just to taste because those things can really uh, blow you up. And they but, sure um, can. In and out burgers know, out there. In and out burger. I love it. In and out burger. Um, yeah, just so many places to go to, you know, with friends and people that I know. They're like, let's go here. Or let's go there. Have a bar burger somewhere. It just depends what you know what I'm in the mood for. Today it's a Starbucks bacon, egg, and cheese uh, sandwich, just because of uh, the late night last night. Right, the long flight. I get that completely. But uh, my plan, my plan for next week, I have to hit a prime rib buffet and eat about six pounds of that. I, I think I'm going to go to Harris, the the steakhouse. This is now. I don't know if it's still the best, but when I was living there, it was. So I like to go there. Um, I like to go to the place they call the Hole in the Wall restaurant. That's was depicted in the I movie there. Casino. I was there last year. Yeah, the Hole in the Wall. Yeah, that's a good place. Yeah, you know the mockery of the police. <laughs> uh, yeah, those guys were something else. Those characters. And then Scotty was telling me that he found a uh, Euro place over at uh, in between Flamingo and Harrah's in that little food court. So. I'm going to check that out. And then, you know what? Just go and do whatever because there's so much to do. I'm going to be staying at the Strat because it's uh, conference championship weekend. Bally's was already sold out because of the horse racing tournament. So I'll go stay at Stu Pack's place and and have a good time. But one thing is clear. I'm envious of you. I'm jealous of you. That you're going to be out there for all four of these divisional championship games, or these divi- yeah divisional championship or divisional round games, I should say. I think they used to call it divisional championship, which I just dated myself. But Tennessee, that first game on Saturday, Tennessee John is a three and a half point home favorite, and the total is forty seven points. Now we're not going to ask you to make a pick today because you know there's a lot more information coming in, unless you get a good number, of course. But what are you thinking about in this game? I think Joe Burrow right now, he's a, he's a buy. Joe Burrow in the quarterback market. Buy Joe Burrow. Um, and not that I'm – I like Cincinnati. Tennessee's played some good ball, you know, some very good ball this year. It's at Tennessee. And uh, just to bear with me, Mm-hmm. Phil, I like to always look at the weather just a little early, but I, I you know, in this in this particular game, um, a lot's being put on uh, Tannehill. Oh, wouldn't you know it? And um, but Cincinnati, they're against a spread record. It was eleven six and one this year, so they do cover the number. Mm-hmm. Um, Tennessee, not too bad at ten and seven. Um, pretty much even. In that game, you know, 47 seems like a low number. 
you're going to get some defense being by Tennessee. Um, they would an offense. They, I mean, defense. They allow. Um, yeah, I'm just looking over it right now. You have to excuse me, mm-hmm. but yeah, Cincinnati averages more points than Tennessee does, and it's still that three and a half number. It's, it, it, it's a good number for a Tennessee home team, but I'm hearing from last week, from from Monday, I should say, on everybody seems to think this is going to be the weekend of the dogs. I think it will be. I, I agree. I can't play three and a half or seven and a half. It's just too much, too easy to get covered, and, and miss your and miss the uh, total, miss your number, and that sucks. But something that in, was made me very curious. I'm, I'm having a hard time speaking this morning for some reason. But Cincinnati is six two and zero against the spread as the away team, and, and that's something that interested me because, like you just said, they cover. That's a team that covers. Yeah. Lot backdoor covers, but covers, and it doesn't matter to me as long as you cover my number and, and I can collect at the window. That's all I care about. But one thing that's interesting: Derrick Henry is supposed to be playing in this game on Saturday, and he's up against the fifth best rushing defense in the league. That's gone seven three and zero against the spread in their last ten. That's a toughie, man. You, I got some numbers right here no, no, with, with with Henry in there. I have yeah, some numbers I, I, from VSIN. I've got uh, a pen and pad right next to me. Here. Uh-oh, here we go. Well, yeah, because you probably can't get VSIN in the hotel over there. Um, but You're blocking me out of everything, buddy. I know. Oh, <laughs> I know. And I'm going to have to deal with that next week. What I'm going to do is use my phone as a hotspot, and then they won't have anything to block. But uh, Cincinnati, 39% of the handle is on Cincinnati plus 3.5. That's 53% of the bets. Tennessee's getting 61% of the handle and 47% of the bets. The total, everyone and their mother, it looks like, is playing the over. Uh, And 66% of the handle and 60% of the bets are on Cincinnati on the money line, John. Those are interesting numbers to me. It's not not too bad of a bet. Yeah. We want to thank VSIN for providing this every day. Hey, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, that's that's a... Amazing, but you know Henry, you know, run the ball, and if he's a hundred percent healthy, I mean, this man can pound. I mean, and and they're gonna do what teams do. It's the playoffs. Um, both teams definitely deserve to be there. That's mm-hmm. why they're in the divisional round. Um, and I think you know tennis running the ball to Henry to open up those passing lanes. Um. Now you see, you know, I I hate to say that sharp money on that over, but um, it could be. But with so many people betting nowadays, it's hard to tell unless you get information. It's one thing I like about being out here is guys sharing information. And when a whale walks in, a, a respected guy, and lays down a bet, I'm a I'm a numbers guy like you. You cross that that key number of three and a half. And it looks like Cincinnati could be the play. It does. Um, does. And that's what it comes down to, a three-point game, you know. It, it's a three-point game. It's got to be. So, I, um, I don't yeah, know. I have to agree with you. I think your best play, if you were going to do it today, would be the money line. I mean, that's not bad at plus 155. You know, 155 bucks for a $100 bet's not too bad. But we'll have picks for those games. 
I'll probably do them premium style or maybe tomorrow. But anyway, that's a great wrap up of that one. Except two things I wanted to bring up. Mike Vrabel, coach of the year candidate. The, nothing would make yeah. me happier than to see him win it. You know, winning without Derrick Henry, winning without Noodle Arm Tannehill, winning with Noodle Arm Tannehill and no real weapons. But they're 5-5 five and five against the spread in their last it. 10. Yeah, the weather won't be a factor either, though. 39 degrees in the game time, low 30s. T-shirt weather. Really. So, and that's what we were at. Winds light and variable. That means no wind. So, yeah, this is a, a game where I'm going to have to look at that money line closely. Um, it's not It's not going up to 160. Once, as a matter of fact, it'll go to 145, 150. But at 155, it's a good number. You might have to play that one. Now, the, the yeah. second game of the night on Saturday, John, we have the 49ers taking yeah. on the Packers. Uh, Green Bay is a six-point home favorite. The total here is the same as the other one, 47 points. And I'll just give you the numbers on how it's been bet so far. The majority of the handle, 75%, is on the Packers. Seven, that, that accounts for 72% of the bets. And the money line, 38% of the bets are on the Packers at minus 275. 62% of the betting public so far likes the 49ers on the money line at 220. Do they like the 49ers and below zero wind chill? Um, it's good. It's that's an 8.15. Well, out east, 8.15. I got to get used to being here. 5.15 in Vegas. But it's going to be cold in Green Bay. And, you know, Rodgers has that um, experience, of course, all these years of playing in playoff, cold weather. That ball's a rock, man. I mean, it's tough to throw. Um He's got, he's got the, he's, he's got the, uh, like I said, he's got the experience. Now Frisco coming in with Jimmy G. I mean, they've had a decent season, um, ten and eight against the spread, nothing spectacular. Whereas the Packers, ATS are eleven five and, but I just feel that they're very close in offensive um, stats, points per game. They're just a point and a half to, um, they're almost. They mirror each other on defensive um, points allowed. Mm-hmm. Um, 21 for Frisco, 21.8 for Green Bay. But I, I talked to a real respect this morning, and uh, believe it or not, he was up early. And uh, it's a teaser in it. Down to a pick em. And um, another game we'll talk about, and you, I know where I'm going with it, is the uh, Rams plus nine and a half at ten? Oh yeah, tease it up six I and a half points like or six Packers. points. Yeah, yeah, six. Yeah, six points. Make yeah, make the Rams nine and a half. Make Green Bay a pick 'em. That's for him. He feels he'll remain anonymous. Teas are pretty big. I convinced me, Phil. That's why I'm mentioning it. I'm like, that's a pretty solid. Well, yeah, it would be. Um, and one of because you broke up a little bit, but one of the things though, Green Bay is eight no straight up this season at Lambeau Field, so teasing that yes. down to a pick'em is a pretty good play. Now they're seven one and zero at home against the spread this season, also. But something to think about is they've only committed thirteen turnovers this season, Green Bay, 
Uh, the 49ers have 17 takeaways, but they're third in yards allowed. I, you know, it's going to be cold yeah. and windy and a typical Lambo night, except hopefully no blizzard. I, I have a hard time going against. Yeah, I have a hard time going against Green Bay right now. That could change by Saturday, but I have a hard time going against Green Bay at home with Aaron Rodgers. I don't care about his pinky toe. I don't care about his COVID stance. You know what I care about? They've won all eight games at Lambeau Field. That's what I care about. And I bet you that's with that teaser. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, that toe, I mean, look at him. He's played painless, basically. You know they're shooting him up with cortisone or whatever they use. Mm-hmm. But um, after the season, he'll, he'll address that. But this is a year where this is their best shot the last couple of years not last year but this is their best shot to get to the big game and so I expect Rodgers to be on top of his game bad oh Novak bloody no almost like he can't be stopped Ooh. and so yeah Green Bay's uh, Green Bay's a definite uh, consideration on both of our parts I believe I, I would think so I, I definitely think so there's not a whole lot point me to this total either. That's a large number. It's going to be windy. I would be interested to see what happens. I don't think it's going to go up. So if you like the number 47, then you probably should play it. But let's get right over to the second leg of John's teaser. The yes. Los Angeles Rams are a three-point away dog, and the total is 48.5. They're taking on the Tampa Bay Bucks. Now you say tease that all the way down to you say tease that, tease one down to pick them and tease the other to nine and a half, right? If you can, you know, I'm just looking. Phil, I just happen to be on uh, on uh, Veasan right now, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm looking, and it's got Tam- the, the number at Tampa Bay at two and a half. So um, I can't access the other books, but maybe you have more of live um, odds in front of you. Um, I'd still tease it up to um, eight and a half. Now, Tom Brady, I happen to see the uh, on a on a network uh, sports network this morning, and I saw that Tampa Bay doubtful, questionable. Um, um, uh, what is his name? Jennings um, for Tampa Bay. He got injured last week. The the kid, the backup came in. And did a good job for a few snaps. Then, then, then he came back in. They've got some offensive line problems now. They played at LA, as you know, earlier in the year, and the game. You know, the line opened at a pick'em, and um, the Rams basically controlled the game against Tampa. Um, this is a very banged-up Tampa team, and you know. Everybody expects Brady to perform miracles week in and week out. But with Evans and Gronk being his two most reliable receivers and Tampa Bay, I saw a great stat. He was hurried 16 times in that game at Los Angeles and sacked three. Double team um, everybody on that offensive line, but there's no doubt. That if these injuries become out with this off line, 
the Rams will come after Brady hard, especially being on the road, man. It's tough to play NFL football on the road. You know that as well as anybody. Tough. Um, but I think they're going to have their hands full with that defense. And that's why the teaser intrigues me because now, you know, eight and a half points for a good Los Angeles Ram team. They were nine and nine against the spread 500. Tampa Bay was a little better at 10 and eight. But as far as the schedules go, I mean, it looks like it seems like the Rams had a tougher schedule this year. Um, just, just you know, looking, they're um, they're on an eight and one against Surge versus Tampa Bay, including four and one straight up and five and zero oh against the spread in their last five at Tampa. It goes back a while. You can do what you want with that stat, but I like the Rams even more. But we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. I'll make sure I DM you and let you know which way I'm going. I hope you do the same for me, Phil. Well, I usually I like do. To be I, on the right side. I send you my yeah, premium yeah, yeah, picks. Yeah, I, so, I my NFL stuff anyway because that's that's the NFL yeah, season. You, yeah, and my basketball, which yeah, have no, done I'm, pretty well this week. But uh, your basketball did really well this week. Actually, my offshore is uh, positive because of you. You know, I tell you a lot, Phil. It's I one appreciate of my things. it. Well, I appreciate that. But you huh? know what? This game here. This is all going to come down to the defensive lines, I feel. Because, you know, Tampa Bay has a hard time protecting him sometimes. But at the end of the day, the Rams are 4-5-0 and against the spread as the away side this season. And Matthew Stafford has been an interception pick-six machine. He's thrown 11 touchdowns and 7 interceptions over the last 5, I believe. And... He's up against Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback in the playoffs of all time, probably the greatest of all time, period. And we, you and I, we hear a lot about greatest, you know, but this guy has actually done it. He's a, a legitimate GOAT, right? But 7-2-0 and against the spread at home. That's who the Bucks are. That's a toughie. But the weather's going to be nice down there. It's 48.5 point total. It should be a blast. I, I'm not leaning any way, either way, at all. On Thursday, not this time. This is an important weekend. And the Bills, the final game of the night on Sunday should be fun, man. We've got the Bills taking on the Chiefs. Kansas City is now a one-and-a-half point uh, home favorite. That opened at three, I believe. Then it was bet down to two-and-a-half, and now it is at minus one-and-a-half. And a total of 54-and-a-half points. And we got two teams with pretty good offenses in this one. Yeah, this could be a shootout. I mean, the last time they played each other, they, they combined for 58 points. Um, you know, and that was back in week five. But um, you got to, you know, this could be the year of Josh Allen. I mean, there's a lot of talk. I mean, you know, Mahomes is bitter. Not bitter, but, you know, he's disappointed. He's trying to make up for what happened last year. Um, the weather, it shouldn't be much of a fair. It's going to be cold, but I don't think windy. But, um, yeah, that, that, that total is 55 points because the game could end up being a shootout. Um, I like Josh Allen. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's going he's gonna to be the, the uh, franchise quarterback for Buffalo for years to come. Um, but as far as the game goes, Kansas City basically manhandled them. Uh, 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 I'm sorry. That game was Buffalo beat them, if I'm correct. I think they did. They, I think they did win the first yeah. meeting. 
I, yeah, I they believe. Did. They did. Yep, they did, and they uh, it was thirty-eight to twenty. It was thirty-eight twenty at Kansas yeah. City at Arrowhead, and the the game went over the fifty-seven and a half point total. Just barely, huh? Would they Just get fifty-eight barely. points? Yeah, I mean, see, see how close it is now, fifty-five. That could be. You might want to tease that. You might want to tease. You know, when it comes to totals in the playoffs, anything can happen. But teasing that baby up to 61 and playing the under, eh, I'd rather tease it down to 49 and play the over. Okay. Because these teams could score. Yeah, these teams could score at will. You got you to – I appreciate you bearing with me, Phil. I'm get, you know, using between my phone and my iPad that keeps going out. That's why I was like, wait a second, I just had that game up. But, I, you know – I like this Buffalo team. There's no doubt about it. I just mm-hmm. haven't made a decision on which way I'm going with it yet. Um, uh, and that's what today I'll be spent doing. You know, I'll lock myself in the room, not have any fun, <laughs> try to figure out try to figure out these games. Fun's for nighttime in Vegas. That's for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. Um, here's a couple of little trends on this over business. And they're all pretty good, I think. Um, over is 8-0 in Bill's last eight games as an underdog. That shoe fits. The over is 6-0 in Chiefs' last six games as a favorite. And let's see here. Over is 6-0 in Chiefs' last six games overall. You know, the Chiefs last week almost got the almost topped the total on their own. You know, yeah. That's what I mean. This team could, Chiefs can score. Buffalo can score. Yeah. My just guess is going to be a score fest. Yeah, the no. last three of the last five games have gone over the total. Yeah, this could be one another 35-31 game. Either team winning by four, four points. Um, but it's going to be it's going to be the good game. I'm glad this game's the the last game of the of the evening. Um, so it should be a great game. I mean, the, you got to remember that Arrowhead crowd. Is raucous, man. Oh, Those yeah. people are, yeah. It's like um, going to play the Chargers in L.A. and the visitors team shows. Uh, the visitors fans show up. So, you know, I mean, you got a bunch of Chiefs backers out, and those people they start tailgating from, like the night before. So you bring in that twelfth man, the crowd, the excitement, and I give the edge to Casey to Casey in this game. But then again, I haven't made a decision yet. No, I haven't. It is Thursday, right? Yep, it is Thursday. (laughs) I haven't even. I haven't really looked that close at this one, other than to say that Buffalo is five three and zero against the spread as the away team. Right. Kansas City hasn't been so fortunate. They're five five and zero against the spread this season at home. So what I think is going to happen is it's going to be a high scoring game. I agree with you. I'm not so sure that I want anything to do with the spread. I might play the uh, money line in this one. I'll have to wait and see. But it's going to be a cracker of a weekend, and we're going to kick off that weekend right now. Johnny and I are on fire with our Big Ten picks, and we're about to make you a little bit more cash and help out your bookies uh, debts owed list. Because you're going to win today. Yeah, let's kill these guys, man. We're in this together, bro. we got to kill these books. You know, that's interesting that you say that because a lot of people, they end up fighting with each other. And there's there's only two sides to this coin. There's the sports books and there's everybody else. Figure out if you're not on one team, you're on the other. 
And a lot of folks like to play on both sides for some reason, it seems. Yeah, there's the thing, Phil. I mean, I wish more people were like us. I'm getting DMs from you. You're getting DMs from me. You're DMs. A lot, you know, a lot of good NBA picks. I mean, you're able to select these games. And you know what I noticed? Another thing, Phil. You don't play a lot of games. You play a couple games, three games the most. You keep your, your plays to the better games. Um, and, and we work together. And I do that with several other guys. Guys, you know we're 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 like a team, man. But These books have billions of dollars. Yes, of and, course. And and they and they and they've all proven they hate winners. And no, I know that. You win, yeah, you're gonna get banned or you're gonna get limited. I see guys on Twitter, as you know, I'm very active on Twitter. I see guys all the time posting their bets. They try to get in live or parlays or you know teasers. They try to get it and they're limiting them. It's ridiculous, man. I mean, so we work together, and it's been this last couple of years I've seen more success by working together with guys like yourself. Well, that's the way it should but be. But as far yeah. as Big Ten goes, yeah, man, we are on fire um, personally. And um, last week's game we hit, but this week we got number four, Purdue, visiting Indiana oh, in yeah. Bloomington. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is this is one of those games that scream out, play the home dog. You know, 11-0 this season at home, straight up. They are 9-2-0 against the spread at home. It is so difficult to play in that arena. And, you know, when you have a team like that, that's pretty good. Now, Purdue's looking pretty good, John. You know, but they're 1-2-0 against the spread this season as the away team. They are, but you know what? They're number one in the country in uh, in their offensive rating, which is, is is big. You know, you take the offensive data, the stats put together, they come out to be number one. Uh, on the other side, their defensive rating, they're 147. But you, we did discuss this game before we went on, and I was looking at the Purdue side a little bit, but you gave me some information regarding this Indiana team that basically changed. Change my mind. I think you should share it with everybody, Phil, because that's some damn good information. Well, the end of the day um, is that Indiana has historically been good at home, and historically they've been undervalued at home. It just is what it is. But like I said, they're eleven and zero this season at home. They are nine two and zero against the spread. They're thirty eighth in points allowed. Ken Palm, Kenneth Pomeroy, and his great site. Ranks the Indiana defense as the 13th best defense in the country. It's not so favorable as far as Purdue at 69, number 69, which is still quite good and likely yes. better than the Indiana offense. But this is playing. This is playing at Indiana, and there's no worse place in the world than playing there. I had several friends who had the fortune of playing in that historic building. And it's not a lot of fun. The fans are tough, and they should be. You know, they're college kids. They're fired up for their team. But you see grandmas over there waving the big eye, and that's tough. But here's the problem with the Purdue Boilermakers is that they are 1-2-0 against the spread. They played far too many close ball games this season. The other thing that concerns me is even though they have one of the lowest turnover rates in the country, they score 14 points off others' turnovers but allow 12 and a half. One of yeah. the things with Indiana 
is they have a high turnover percentage. They turn the ball over like one of the worst teams in the country, yet they only allow 13 points per game off turnovers. You're going to look that's at That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing because they're 288th in the country turnovers, and so and 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 they had points off turnovers is just amazing. That's that caught me right there when you when you mentioned that earlier. And here's the other and thing that I learned today when I was breaking this down in my head and writing on my, my my notepad. But as you know, my notepad is very legible. Um, I want yes. people to read this shit. <laughs> well, anyway, I gotta I have to read it. You know that's the worst. But Purdue. <laughs> Purdue at, at forcing turnovers is 321st in the country at that. And I think that that's where our edge is. Those numbers, those turnover numbers and, and forcing turnovers, that's going to matter. This is going to be a close game. Vegas sees it that way. I see it that way. You've got this amazing offense that Purdue has, third in field goal percentage, fifth in three-point percentage. They're sixth in assists. But they're up against a team that's 21st in blocks. They're 38th in points allowed. And they score off others' turnovers. Now, again, Purdue doesn't turn the ball over that much. Indiana doesn't force turnovers that much. But three and a half points is too many for me, John. I have to go with Indiana, but I'm going to do a double. A double. I'm going to take the points at home. And I'm going to also play Indiana on the money line because... Again, they're eleven and zero at home. They are historically good at home, no matter how bad their team is. And I think Purdue's going to have a tough time tonight. And I'm wearing a Purdue Boilermakers hoodie right now. Are you really? No, I mean you've been to West Lafayette. I take it. Oh yeah, several times. <laughs> a, a friend, a friend of mine, uh, played football there, and he got me a lot of swag. So. Uh, but I got tennis swag because, you know, I've been around that program a little bit. And it's all good, but that's what I like, Indiana, and I also like them on the money line. What's it, what about you? Which way do you want to swing with this? Well, come on, man. You know I'm not going against you. I mean, <laughs> you I, could. before the show started, I said, hey, Phil, you know what? That's enough for me. That's enough for me. I, I think that uh, I'm going to ride with you. I have to give you the credit for getting me off Purdue, although I didn't make a bet. But after speaking with you, you know how we have our little conversation before the show, going over a few things. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, man. I mean, oh, that makes all the sense in the world. I like uh, Indiana. I'm gonna, I'm definitely going to bet Indiana. As a matter of fact, I, I, I'm going to throw a little bonus game in there for everybody today. Let's see how we do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go off. Now, I noticed I can't get it in on my offshore. Okay. But I know they'll have it on the board downstairs. I'm staying at the uh, – I've never stayed here before. And I, I'm at the Luxor. Okay. Which I thought the pyramid would give me like luck and some like supernatural powers. Right. Unfortunately, they got me in one of the towers. I hear the place is haunted. So. Oh, there's stories uh, about I that, but I'm not going to say any of those things. <laughs> I, I watched it get. I watched it. Lights on list. I watched it get constructed. It was amazing. I know people who helped build that. Haunted ain't the word. No, no, and and I can see the actual, but, but I'm in the tower, but BetMGM's here, and so I like this game. Florida State is at home giving 22.5 to North Florida. Now, without going through a bunch of stats and everything, I'm just looking. You know how college basketball works. These guys, they throw numbers out there. Sometimes the number's off. Mm-hmm. I happen to think that this number's a little bit off. They threw this 22. 
two and a half, and not many people have been in. The game starts in 30 minutes. Okay. Um, so just for the record, I want this to be on record. I'm going to take North Florida plus 22 to 22 and a half, maybe 23 I get. But I'm going to bet that game and North Florida plus the 22 and a half. Okay. And I'll try to tweet it out real quick after I get it in. All right. Sounds good, man. Great stuff today, partner. You be careful out there. Enjoy your time. Don't worry about the haunted thing, but I will say this. Uh, Tupac Shakur spent the I'm last... Scared, Phil. I'm scared, man. Tupac Shakur stayed at the Luxor the, the night he got shot. Who got you? Who, 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 who when, was that? When Tupac Shakur was killed in Vegas after the Holyfield uh, oh, Tyson yeah, yeah, yeah. fight... He was actually yes, yes, yes. he was actually staying in the uh, suites in uh, Luxor. Do, 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 oh, suites. Okay, yeah, I'm not staying in a suite this time around. Um, but by the time I'm out of here, they'll have to count me one. Well, um, I would think they're probably yeah, lot, they're going to have to to take away to help pay the pay you for all the money you take tonight. Exactly. Hey, the Luxor was like two grand cheaper than any any place else and i can't understand why but i was like i'm into saving money i only sleep in the room and do a little work well that's exactly other than that right. man i'm out and about well I'm, I'm sorry i'm missing you phil um and i won't be out here next week unless i really hit it big and then i'll extend my stay as they say and watch football with you a sunday that would be great um, a week from sunday yeah it would be great man for us to get together but if we don't do it this trip we'll definitely get together but it was great being on the show today i wish everybody luck um, I wish us all the luck in the world, and uh, I'll look forward to hearing what our official plays are sometime tomorrow or Saturday morning. Probably Saturday morning. So anyway, great stuff today. You can find John over at on Twitter at MergesJohn. That's capital M, capital J. And I suggest you follow him. He's one of the best followers out there. He follows back. That's the first thing. But more importantly, he's trying to help some folks out there on the QT become better betters after he sees some dumb bets on Twitter. And you should listen to him because he knows his stuff. Thank you, Phil. I really appreciate that. Oh, my pleasure. not just me. It's the guys like you and the other guys that I know, man. We all compliment each other. Like I said, we're all in this together. Let's beat those books. That's right. Just beat those books. And that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Phil Nason Show. We want to thank PlayUp Sportsbook for presenting the show. Head on over to PlayUp.com. As it's always your best bet and best bets, you can track all our plays at the Phil Nason Show and the Wolfline Sports Trading Newsletter at betstamp.app. Until next time, y'all take care of yourselves. Be good, and most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. Thanks for listening to The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page.